but we went off like a 20-foot cliff, kind of, and flew into a tree. Like our car literally was airborne, no wheels were touching the ground. This is as good as it's gonna get. And this is what we're gonna do. Welcome officially to All Over the Place with Lane Fable. This is our guest, Shane. He's a 20-year-old D1 athlete. He is also my little brother and one of the best people on this earth. So I figured he would be a perfect first guest, especially since he coined the slogan, no one cares for my vlogs, and kind of made it a thing before it even was a thing. You gotta get closer to the mic. I haven't even been talking yet. No, but like, <laughs> I can't hear you. I wasn't talking, how are you gonna hear me if I'm not <laughs> Because talking? I saw you back here, I knew you were gonna. Because it's comfortable. All right, well, like I said, we're still working things out. <laughs> what made you sorry <laughs> what made you interested in becoming a demon athlete and like what drew you to lacrosse over know. all of the other sports you played i don't know it sucks what <laughs> i don't know i kind of just grew up with sports my whole life so it kind of got to the point where like once i was in high school it was like hey you could do something with this like, it could take you somewhere. So it took me somewhere. <laughs> All right. And I went with it. I'm not done. I know, you're in your third year. Shane's in his third year. He's a junior. No, I mean, I wasn't done talking. Don't try to go <laughs> into the next topic. Okay, keep going. <laughs> no. You gotta go into the microphone, though. Like, I'm just as close as you are. I know, but for some reason, yours is lower. Because yeah, I got the shitty mic. They're the exact same mic. I know, I'm kidding. I don't know. Maybe I'm just louder. Playing a D1 sport, do you feel like you have the same college career as other people? Um, definitely not. There's a bunch of college... Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> There's a bunch of college jabrones who will be all going to class and they'll be complaining about how tired they are because they stayed up too late drinking and... Partying. And partying. And while we do, we do <clears throat> have some time to do that, 99% of our time is with the sport. So, no, definitely not. There's definitely some people who are just students who... And it's definitely it's not easy to be a college student either. It's still hard, but you take that level of difficulty and then you put some sports in there and it's... A whole different level of discipline. Yeah, not only that too, but it's just like a job. Yeah, they own your ass. They own your they ass. They own your ass. Uh. Shane, <laughs> that was the loudest thing you've done the whole podcast. We had ramen and it was really good. Yeah, we just came back um, from grabbing lunch. And if you watch the vlog that this was in previously, um, I'll link it below. You guys can check out the behind the scenes of uh, trying to set this little podcast up. But overall, I know you work, I would say that you've worked the hardest out of you, Quinn and I, which is Quinn's our older brother. At least with sports. Yeah, with sports, but that's what I mean. You've had the same goal since you were younger, and I think Quinn and I both have, we have had goals and we've played sports, but not on that level, and it's just, it's different. Yeah, it is different, but I don't know. At the end of the day, it's still a game. Still got to have fun with it. Oh, you have your hood on. I was cold. I was going to say he has a, a rather large, you guys have been asking in the vlogs um, what his scar on his neck is. I don't have a scar on my neck. All right, well, we don't have to talk about it, but I was just thinking, considering it's been on news channels. You know, it'd be a good topic, but I don't like talking about it. So you don't want to discuss that any further? No. Go look at the news. 
I got stabbed in the neck. <laughs> do you want to tell the story? Or do you want me to kind of delve into it a little bit? You can dive into it a little bit. I know Shane doesn't want to talk about it too much, but I do think it's interesting, and I think it has shaped you in a way because it is such a serious occurrence. So obviously he said he was stabbed in the neck, and we'll leave it at that. Um, if you really want the details, I'm sure you could find the news article, but... Um, overall, it just it was a fight that turned into something much more serious than just a fist fight. And I remember when it happened, when it happened, he FaceTimed me. And what was it, like 2 a.m.? No, 3 a.m. at that point? Yeah, it was probably like 2 or 3 a.m. And I always turn my phone on silence. I mean, every single night, no matter what. I put it on do not disturb mode. And then... This one night, I guess I fell asleep with my phone, not on Do Not Disturb. It was just next to me on my bed and probably fell asleep with it in my hand. And I got a FaceTime call from Shane and it was alumni weekend. And I was like, oh, he's probably with his friends. And they're just like, I don't know, he's FaceTiming me, whatever. And so I like, I ignore it. And then I get a second call and I was like, he would never call me twice if it wasn't something that mattered. True. So I obviously immediately picked up and he's just holding the phone. And he's holding it in a way that I can only, like the FaceTime, I can only see half of his face. I can only see the right side of his face. He's holding it. And he's like, hey, Lane, I fucked up. And I was just like, what do you mean? And in my head, I'm thinking like, he got into a car accident. He got a girl pregnant. He, I don't know. He, like, someone like died. I don't know. But I'm like, so much more responsible than any of those things. He is more responsible than any of those things, but that's why I was freaking out. I was thinking the worst because I've never had him call me at like 2 a.m. and be like, Lane, I fucked up. And I was just like, what do, you, what do you mean? And I'm like fully out of it, whatever. He's like, well, he goes into the story a little bit and he goes, and then this happened. And he shows me his head and there's this massive lump. And I'm just like, oh my God. But of course, like I thought that was it. It was not it. And then he goes, yeah, and I just got back from the hospital where I have stitches in my neck. And he puts it down and shows me his neck. And I just remember being like, oh, my God. Like, one, I was just, I was kind of stunned. And two, I was just like, how? And then I was like, that's never going to go away. And um, obviously, he rolls with it. Like, he, it, it's part of him now. He doesn't want laser removal and everything. We have an aunt that's like, works I in dermatology. Me. She's like, oh, Shane, I'll help you like lessen the scar. And he's like, no, it is what it is at this point. It wasn't a knife. Can we say uh. you weren't stabbed with a knife? Because like stabbed implies a knife, I feel like. It was a beer bottle. Okay. I was broken over my head. Yeah. So what happened was he didn't know that he was bleeding. And I think what scares me so much is in the spot it was. If it was like an inch over, it could have been just so different. So his friend gets him in an Uber. Shout out to your friend. my dad's. But... He uh, is the MVP of this story and gets him an Uber to the hospital and then comes back to make sure he gets home. But basically, yeah, Shane sent me all these pictures. Anyways, for you guys asking, that is the story of what is on his neck. On a much, much lighter note. No, I'm just kidding. This isn't that much lighter because. What's the next one? It makes me sad. But Shane's very dedicated and that drive that we were talking about before, he's always had a dream of becoming a soldier of some sort ever since he was little. I mean, little blonde hair, like little tyke kid. And everyone wants to know what kind of led you to that. Who's everyone? 
comments. I put you in the vlog and you were talking about your army. Well, I don't know what branch I want to join yet, but like Lane said, <clears throat> um, I've always wanted to be in the military since I was a little kid. Maybe it's like from seeing people do it in movies and whatever, and you're a little kid and you're like, oh, that's awesome. Or I think it's more of your care for other people and like wanting to protect people because that's that, what everything you do stems from. That and I don't know, I want to like, it's like a very challenging thing to do. So like kind of proving to myself, like I can do that. I can become that. Well, I think it's really admirable, of course. All right. Favorite dog breed? Belgian Malinois. Favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor? Chunky Monkey. Solid. That's a, not uh, out of this world. Yeah, but that's not, that's like a special flavor. Yeah, I guess you can't find that anywhere. Like you have to be like the normal flavors, American. Favorite Korean. fast food restaurant? Either like Chick-fil-A or Chipotle. Shane's normally not this I'm low tired. energy. Yeah, what the hell? I'm so tired. I'm thinking I'm gonna have to redo this because you're literally a zombie. I don't like this room. Why? I want to be comfortable. It's fucking like, I want to talk like this. Who the fuck wants to be like this? Okay, you can sit back. Just take the microphone. <laughs> take the microphone closer to you. I'm not even kidding. I was thinking about laying down on the table and just having my head right here. Do it. Yeah, but I don't feel like doing that. Also, my butt hurts. Oh my I got butt oh. surgery, guys. <laughs> this is a story I forgot about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what happened to your butt? Um, I was at the gym. And Shocking. When I was doing like ab workouts or stuff where your tailbone is kind of on the ground, or like if your feet are off the ground and you're kind of balancing your weight all on like your tailbone butt area, and I'd get pain and I figured it was just from um, like doing the different exercises and having your tailbone on the ground. But then once I was like halfway done with my workout, I went to the bathroom. And when I was done, I went to go tuck my shirt back in because, I don't know, sometimes I work out with my shirt tucked in. But then I tucked my shirt back in, and I noticed this bump, like, right above where my butt crack starts, kind of like my lower back area, I guess. And... Damn, someone get a burp counter going. Actually, no, I don't want to edit that in. Okay, right where your butt starts on your spine. Yeah, and then I went to the doctor, like, literally that day, or like maybe the next day. I mean, it turned out I had this, like, cyst that formed, so I had to get it removed, and surgery was, like, the only option to get rid of it and hope that it's, like, an 80% chance when you get the surgery that it doesn't come back. There's still a 20% chance I could have it again. But, um, yeah, so I go to the doctor, and then literally the next day... He's I like, was, I, I can do it tomorrow. I was in this operating room. Yeah. If you guys saw that vlog. So that was the same week that my dad was in the hospital. And it was just a crazy week. Um, it was a really rough week. And then to make it even worse. So after the surgery for like a week, I have to just like stay at home and kind of do nothing, which like I never do. I'm always moving around or doing like something outside, doing something. He and does not like sitting still. I hate being in like the same place. Unless I'm, if I'm like watching a show. Or playing or, video games. Or playing video games or like taking a nap. But even then, like when you're watching a show, I guess you're not really doing anything, but you're like at least focusing on something. And then like with video games, you're, you're actually doing something. But right for like a week, I had to sit around and kind of just stay inside and like sit on the couch and heal. 
But then everyone in the family was getting sick. So I think Lane was the first one that was sick, like right after Christmas. No, go, Quinn got sick first. Or but Quinn was sick first. Like It wasn't nearly as bad as I feel like everyone else. Yeah, but like going into Christmas, Quinn was kind of under the weather because he had a couple crazy weeks before. <laughs> um, and then I think Lane, like around the end of Christmas, before New Year's, started feeling a little sick. And then my mom got really sick, and then my dad she just... She got the flu. Yeah, she had, like, the bronchitis or the flu, and then my dad just being in the hospital and not being on his normal routine ended up getting sick, too. So I'm the only one that's healthy. And usually when everyone gets sick, like, I'm, I'm getting out of there because I don't want to get sick either. But after the surgery, I had to sit at home, and then I end up getting it the worst out of everyone. It feels like everyone's finally feeling a little better. Like, my mom's starting to go back to work, and my dad is, too. Wayne's like going out and like just not on her deathbed anymore. But Quinn, I was for a while. Quinn at this point is like fully healthy. He's back to work. He's doing his thing, playing hockey and stuff. And then I wake up one morning like dead, absolutely like the sickest I've ever been. He was dragging himself around the house. I've never seen you be like, uh. Like, every I'm always, step, I'm always every moving step. around like fast and like I'm always doing things and I was literally just dragging ass like. <laughs> you're just like curled up. I was on the walking couch. like without picking my feet up. My head was killing me. I was in the guest room for some reason sleeping or trying to sleep and it's right next to Lane's room and she heard me like every two minutes just like moaning in pain. So bad and I finally ended up going to the doctor and had like a 103 fever and the flu and everything else and it just absolutely sucked. Yeah, that, I thought I was hurting pretty bad, but Shane, I think you really had it. It was literally for like five days straight. It was just horrible. And, and you then, were tested positive for the flu. Yeah, I had the, I had type A flu. So if you're um, listening to this and you haven't gotten your flu shot, get it. Or is it too late? It for me. I don't know. I know the flu season goes until like after February. Feb- yeah, like after yeah. February. Definitely just get I, your flu shot. It's not worth risking getting it because I had it and it was horrible. Yeah, I don't think. Are we keeping this podcast PG? No. All right, then it was fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, I um, it was this year's. I feel like the worst year, but maybe it's just because everyone around me has had it. So, all right, and then we're gonna move to Shane's favorite topic. What's that? Nova Nero. Oh yeah, they're the best. So Everybody at school, every time I go home, says, stop posting stories of your dogs. I don't care. Do they really? Yeah, because I do it nonstop. It's like all Who I care. doesn't care about dogs? Dogs in the family. Are I was like, going to say, if you don't like dogs. That's my shit. To get, like dogs. No I think are, Nova and are the whole reason the world goes around for us. Yeah. They're the reason I wake up in the morning. Nova's Shane's girlfriend. <laughs> That's <not> true. <laughs> but it's the reason all. I wake up because Nero's been sleeping in my room. <laughs> That's actually the reason Lane wakes up. Not to and he wags his tail. He's like, let me Not even out to like look at it in a deep way like I was trying to get it come across as. But she literally wakes up because he just sleeps in her bed. And he'll be like, okay, I got to go like, out. Time to take yeah. out. Wake up. But they, it's so annoying because they also wake up at like 6 in the morning. And I like waking up early, but even that's too early. I asked on my story things that people, topics that they would be interested for you to talk about. Okay. Do you like Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo? I like Messi more. Cristiano Ronaldo, obviously he's an amazing player, but he's kind of like a pretty boy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he so like, is. I think he has plastic surgery now, like I saw a recent picture. Not even just his looks, like he's a good looking dude, but... But he's always been like a fall over and like, grab your knee. Yeah, like... Byrne wants to know, have you ever felt bullied? 
by Quinner I since you're the youngest? Um, well, Quinn beat the crap out of me. Damn it, I keep it's doing okay. it. <laughs> Quinn beat the crap out of me my entire life. We still sometimes every now and then like push each other around, but obviously now it's a bit of a like it's still not oh, fair. Oh, it's a much different but fight. It's, it's a much different fight because I'm not. Like, oh, I mean, it's crazy on both ends now, and I just back the. Yeah, because I'm not way. like I'm not like a little midget fat kid that's like really small. Like when Shane I was, used to be a little chunker. Yeah, when I was little. But do you ever have you ever felt bullied by me? No, not really. You used to no. pinch me. Yeah, on the we side. used to get into like little. Like brother into, like, sister arguments or argue, whatever. Yeah, and there was but, one time I smacked him on the back while he had a wet yeah, shirt. Yeah, I barely remember that though because I was so little. Oh yeah, Jose wants to know what are your other passions besides lacrosse that you can use and apply to make money. I'll always have the ability to say too that I I played on a college team, so there's some like merit behind that. Maybe with like training kids or because I remember like when I came home from my freshman year. It was so easy to get jobs like training kids in like the local towns because all the parents are like, oh, I want my son to be trained by like a, a college lacrosse player. It's kind of like a, the big yeah, thing. Yeah, a D1 athlete that knows what's going on. Um, but even after, like, I guess I could always do like some type of coaching or training. But yeah, I don't really plan on using lacrosse for at least money. Um, after well, school. I think you can make a career. Like you used to want to open your own gym, and I know that cha- like changes. And I still kind of that would be. All, I still probably like, kind of want to. That'd be awesome. But yeah. Yeah, and then you can include sports with that. But I can't see you sitting in an office or on a computer all day. Me neither. Unless it was like if you made money playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this is a great question from Jeffrey Perida. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Sorry. Do you have any plans for future travel with Lane here in Southeast Asia? Eventually, yeah. I've been trying to get him to travel with me while he was home, and this last summer too. I wanted to go to Tokyo with him so badly to get some ramen and sushi, and he was so not about it. He didn't even get his passport renewed. I like traveling, but there's like a time and a place for it. You haven't gone in so long. Last time you went somewhere was two years ago. Yeah, that's really not that long for people. That's that's tra- long. Traveling once is more for. Yeah, but you haven't gone in two years. Yeah, but some people never go. Well, I guess, but you like to travel. Like I know you're not opposed to it. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. There's just like. And a you time enjoy of- it when you're there. Yeah, there's like a time and a place for it though, because I feel like when you travel, no matter where you go, in, in like that, in this sense, it's like vacation, and you can't always be doing that. Yeah, but no, that's not what I want. When if we were to travel, it wouldn't be like we sit in a resort on a beach. I know, but it's still like it feels like vacation. But the thing is, you've because you've never actually traveled, you've always vacationed. This is one thing I did want to talk about on one podcast or maybe many when I have like Alyssa on here because we've traveled together. There is a hardcore difference between there's like there is a very distinct line between travel and vacation. Traveling is very much about seeing the culture and learning about the people and the food and the differences and going to places that aren't confined in a little resort. And I think vacation is a lot what is what we grew up with, maybe, because our parents work so hard they want to relax. And that's completely worthy. And sometimes that's great to just go and like veg out, but there is a difference between travel and vacation. Would you agree? Yeah. I would love to go on a trip with you, though, because I think you'd get a different vibe. Also, we love to hike, so he would be down to hike whenever, All the time. Wherever. I love doing it. 
Kate Ives wants to talk about every time you almost died. Um, well, we already, we already dabbled on the first time. I don't know if you have any videos on the other time. The car? Yeah, like, you were doing YouTube when it happened, right? I was, but I was so mortified. I was like... Yeah. I always kept my channel very upbeat and, like, lighthearted, but I think coming into 2020, I definitely want to discuss a... Obviously keep it light and positive and um, lighthearted, but... I want to just kind of talk more about life and because everyone sees this like highlight reel of everyone's lives it's like and, social like, media it's like only the good parts yeah and like I always want to promote the good so like these videos or podcasts can be like a little break and like uplifting and happy but I think there is a time and place to discuss things that are like very serious and um just so you know that yeah like things are great and I've tracked 2019 was great for me and I traveled so much but there are always these little like downfalls that like I kind of crop out of the videos or you know or I don't even think in. though like because they're not really bad at least with me like the the two times obviously they're not like bad because obviously because I didn't get seriously hurt or anything no but. it was bad the car was bad yeah but it's everything you learn a lesson from it and you get to gain some something from it and yeah you, so um take us through like the short short as it can be is I got into a very bad car accident with one of my friends in high school, like two days before my high school graduation. Um, but yeah, went to, got into a really bad car accident. We ended up. Well, like explain what the turn was. Just cause like that, that's what's, I feel like. Yeah, so I was driving my friend home who lives in like even more north in Jersey than we do. Kind of in like a. He lives west. West, okay. Well, it's like kind of like, I guess like mountainy or like the roads are very windy and whatever. Um, but I was driving my mom's car at the time. And obviously just be, being like a younger, kind of stupid driver, I guess. I was going a lot faster than I should have. But I've never been to his like neck of the woods, I guess you could say. And um, as we're going on the highway, I'm probably going however fast I was going. But... He says, like, oh, hey, that's my exit. And instead of, and it was like, it was kind of like quick. He was like, oh, that's my exit, like almost as we're kind of passing it. So instead of missing it, I tried catching it. And <clears throat> um, we end up skidding off the road, going over like th this like curb kind of and on grass. And we're heading like right towards a tree. But I see how there's kind of like a gap between these two trees. So I yanked the wheel. And it's nighttime too, so I can't really see like, much farther than I guess like 30, 30 yards or something but uh, <laughs> plus uh, one uh, plus two um, yeah so it's nighttime. I can't really see much more than like 30 yards in front of us but I yanked the wheel to miss this tree and we go in between this gap of like two trees that are, it, it is almost like perfect they were perfect like width apart for the car to fit but because it's dark, I think we're just going to, like, roll onto some grass and there'll be, like, some damage to the bottom of the car and nothing crazy. Um, but then we found out pretty quick because you get that – we got that feeling, like, when you're on a roller coaster and your stomach drops. But we went off, like, a 20-foot cliff kind of and flew into a tree. Like, our car literally was airborne. No wheels were touching the ground and, and flew into, into a tree. And then that's what stopped us. It kind of – the way the car came down, the nose was – in the tree because we went off such a big hill the back of the car like where the trunk would be but on the bottom was just like propped 
propped on the ground. So the car, as we jumped out, like, after it happened, it was so crazy. Like, we were both just looking at each other. Like, we almost kind of laughed because we were just like, holy crap, like, did that really just happen? Um, but as we got out of the car, like, we kind of had to, like, jump out because the car is still kind of, like, off the ground. Like, maybe two of the wheels were touching, like, in the front. But, um, yeah, that was the first time I almost died. And then I guess the fight that kind of went kind of like went south was. But the, the car crash, I remember you you telling me, and you're like, I just got into a car crash, and I thought it was fine because you called me, you were fine. But when like mom and dad went to go see you, and then they talked to the cops, and we got like the details of everything, like that's a spot that a lot of people get into accidents, and the, the cop was like, I've never seen someone walk out. Yeah, the spot the spot where I got into the accident too. There's been car crashes before where literally people have died from like right in, in like the in exact, exact in the spot. exact same area. The same thing happened, and there's been people that have passed away from it. So it's always kind. Of, it's not a joke, but me and my dad always kind of joke how I have seven more lives out of my nine cat lives. I don't like that joke, but um, yeah, you have gotten very lucky with. Like lucky or unlucky, over. depending well, upon how you look at it. But yeah, but someone is for sure looking out for you. And yeah. I think it's Poppy and No-No. Yeah, definitely. But that was crazy. And I remember, I honestly, you have, I think, like, the craziest stories. Like, Quinn has crazy stories, but yours are, like, terrifying. I got some good ones. It's fun. <laughs> I live a fun life. I live a simple life, too. Yeah, recently Shane's been very into country music. When you said Simple Life, I immediately thought of like, <laughs> like Well, I have one of, my, one of my best friends at school, shout out Billy, even though he probably won't see this. And if he does see it, they'll still find some way to rag on me about talking about something. But um, he's... Yeah, I hope you guys are watching. <laughs> he's, a big, he's big on country, and a lot of the guys on the team are big on country. Um, so just always being around it. Because like, when I was in high school... Yeah, oh, obviously, you would stay far away. Obviously, some of my friends listen to country, but I wasn't, like, always around them enough to hear it. But at, at, in college with the lacrosse team, like, you're always around the same group of guys, so you're always hearing them play country or this and that. So some of it's warmed up to me, but I, honestly, I, wouldn't, still, I wouldn't call myself, like, a country fan. I There's, could see you going to see country live. It depends who. Yeah. There are some songs you play me, and... I actually really do like them, and They're I've always so good. swore. They're more the like indie though than country. They're like kind of. There's like a story to the songs. It's not like my it's banjo not, yeah. and like. And it's not super. It's not like commercialized country. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like it's the. It's not like pop country. Yeah, it's like real. Well, I will say, I got into Casey Musgraves, and she's a little less like hardcore country, but I like her a lot. I I really I need to learn how to structure a podcast, and I think next time I will like type out questions, although. The title Not is... Not even questions, but just like a plot line, I guess. Yeah, but the title is All Over the Place with Lane Fable, because I know that my mind jumps around so much that... Yeah, so it's good to go over the place. I wouldn't be able to stay on one thing. But... Oh, let's talk about the upcoming season. Are you excited? Yeah, this that's is, another big one. Shane's had... Um, you've had ankle surgery. You've had butt surgery. You've torn had... Torn hamstring. A torn hamstring, which kind of... They all you know, halted your college career at one point or another. Are you looking forward to coming back, like, fully strong this season? Um, yeah, so that's the thing. I just got, like, that surgery. Um, hopefully it doesn't impede me at all. It definitely could, depending upon if something happened. But as of right now, 
season is I literally go back to school in like three days and we get right after it. The day we get back, we have two practices in one day. And the shuttles. Um, yeah, and we have our run test again, which is going to absolutely suck. But um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to get back. Uh, it's my third go around, I guess you could say, because I'm a junior now. Uh, so it's kind of crazy that I've gone that far and it's honestly almost over. But It's happened fast, too. So fast, but... Yeah, each season is different. Um, you obviously have your ups and your downs, like in anything. But the start of the season is definitely always like a little crazy too, just because like you're coming back from break. You're, I guess, you're kind of like comfortable at home. Like you're still training and everything, but you're just in that comfort zone. But then we go back to school and it's like zero to hundred. Yeah, and like you're outside for hours and it's like freezing out, and you got your coach down your neck sometimes and. Okay, That's another so, thing, too. You get to be with your team. So it's like you're with those guys, and you go through those hard times. And I feel like you guys have a really strong-knit team, especially yeah. this season. We do, and that's just what makes it, like, more fun, kind of, because you're just with all these guys going through hell, I guess. And there's definitely things that are worse, but you're going through hell, and you, you make something out of it. Yeah, Shane used to listen to this song, the same song every morning to get up for his runs at, like, what was it, 5 a.m.? Oh, that was like a, my freshman year. We had like crazy conditioning tests, but we used to listen to there's a, one of the kids on the team, Evan. He loves like little Uzi Vert. And there's the one song like, I know it hurts sometimes, but you'll get over it. And he sent it to me, and now whenever I hear it, I think of him and waking up for 5 a.m. Yeah, so we'd wake up in the morning, like the sun's not up. Some days it was, some mornings it was raining. And you got to go get dressed and run over to the locker room to get ready to go run some more. But we'd play that song as everyone's half asleep, and it would be hell. <laughs> yeah. So one last thing I think I'm really interested in. Just take us through like what it's like to be a D1 athlete from when you wake up to when you go to sleep. Um, so this semester, I'm off campus, so I get to live in like my own house, have my own room. So that was definitely a little nicer. Not, not that having a roommate was bad. Shout out, Matt. <laughs> One of my other best friends on the team who lives with me still. But um, definitely having your own room, like, you just get, you kind of get to, like, wake up. And it feels a little more normal because you're not waking up to like a someone right next room, to you. Yeah. And, like, maybe someone else's alarm or they have a different schedule, whatever. But I'd probably wake up at, like, 7.30 or 8 in the morning, depending upon when practice and when class was. Uh, so I'll take you to like a Monday. So on Monday we had practice at 9 o'clock in the morning until probably – we wouldn't be done with practice and lifting and, until maybe like 12. But, well, you also – now you live off campus, so he has to wake up earlier. Yeah, so I have to wake – like if I lived on campus and we had practice at 9, I wouldn't – I'd wake up, but I wouldn't like get out of bed until like 8.30 because I knew it's like a five-minute walk to wherever I need to be on campus. Um, so when you're off campus, you definitely have to plan a little more. But anyways, I'd wake up maybe like, an, like two hours before the practice time, make some coffee, make some breakfast, like kind of, I don't know, like I'm still kind of asleep, like I'm up, but you guys know, like you wake up and you're still not like... Fully. You're not, yeah, you're not like fully up, like you're moving around, but you're not like up, up. Yeah, you're not you're, like bright. Yeah. So I, I eat my breakfast, I uh, make some coffee, whatever, I'm hanging out. Then I'd get dressed and drive over. Um, and I like to get – some guys show up to the locker room like five minutes before practice and then they just like get dressed really quick and go. I, I, I try to get to the locker room at least like 45 minutes before practice 
so I can like get changed. Um, if I need to go to the training room to stretch out or get anything checked out, I'd go. Um, maybe like just to like warm up a little bit, stretch. Listen to country music. Yeah, we'd always have music playing and stuff. You see all the guys talk about, I guess, like the weekend before, if it's midweek, like whatever's going on, whether it's like school related or not. Um, but then we got the practice. Practice would be anywhere from like two to three hours. Uh, you're kind of just out there. Like uh, it, it, each practice kind of differs day to day on what yeah, you do. Some days are really hard in terms of like running and stuff. Other days they're really hard because like every drill we're doing is like contact where you're just like hitting each other and all that. Some days are easier. But then after that practice, we'd probably go inside and then we'd lift as a team for another hour um, with our strength and conditioning coach, who's a great guy too. Um, but by that point, we've been we've already been together for like four hours. Um, so then that's when I'm kind of like ready to have some me time. But what stinks, too, is being the athlete, you're still also a student, student first and then an athlete. So when you're done with this practice and lifting, all you want to do is just, like, go home and sleep already because you're exhausted. But you got to shower, get changed back into your normal clothes and go to class. Um, and we, we'd have some time in between uh, practice and class to, like, go get food and do whatever you got to do. But then I'd probably go to class. I'd have anywhere from two hours to like five hours of class, not straight. You do have an advantage being an athlete that sometimes your advisors will help you like stack classes or help you like with which classes will fit best with your like, your um, athletic schedule. Definitely, and you always have, there's always guys on the team, whether in your grade or older, that have like taken the classes you're taking. So there's always like that kind of like safety net or like help that you can get from other people. Um, so again, like you're always with the team and sometimes it can get annoying just always being around the same group of guys. But they're also like just your best friends at school. So and you're just your best friends in general. So they're the ones that are going to help you too. But yeah, once I'm done with class, I'll drive home. At this point, it'll probably be like five or six o'clock at night. Uh, make some dinner and then you got to go I'd go a lot of guys would go to the library instead of going home but for me like I'm a pretty social person and you go to the library and when your whole team is there again and maybe like some of the girls on the girls team or something then the library almost turns into like a social event because there's yeah. so many people that you know you just want to talk and catch up and whatever so, so for me for me a lot of times yeah I would just go home because um, I could go into my room, close the door, and I know I'd be alone. But I'd put some music on, whether it's country or not. <laughs> um, but I, and then I'll Snapchat me him laying in his bed, just listening to music. Yeah, just I'll like, literally before, that's every it. every day before I start doing work, I would take like an hour just to literally lay in bed with music on. Because I love whenever I'm like stressed out or really tired or something, I love just like sitting down and listening to music. So I'd literally just get in bed, do nothing else but lay there. And I have a Alexa in my room, and I'd just turn it up to full volume and just literally listen to music for an hour. But then I gotta, I gotta do some homework and whatever else I gotta do for like two or three hours every night, and then get back in bed, go to sleep, and do, do the same thing the next day. Yeah. And then I know I said this was the last thing I was gonna touch on, but there's one more thing that Shane and I absolutely have in common and have a deep love for and that is food and cooking. Shane is quite the chef. Um, 
you guys have seen maybe in some of the vlogs of when he's cooking. I have one that we just made homemade ramen this past weekend. Mm -hmm. That's going to go up soon. And uh, actually, this is probably going to come out after that. But um, what's your favorite thing to cook? And why do you love cooking so much? Because you took to it, I feel like when you were like in eighth grade, you started cooking for all of us at home. Um, I like cooking for a bunch of different reasons. I like, I like being able to do things on my own, especially because like, no matter who you are, it's, I mean, I guess that's not true, but for the most part, at some point you'll have to be able to do things for your own, like by yourself on your own. Um, and obviously everyone that you have to eat every day. So having at least minor cooking Okay, well, skills. we also have a background that our dad has instilled the love of food in us. Yeah, well, I was going to get to that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not a good podcaster. I always cut people off. I've been told this in my real life, so I'm just <laughs> no, going to hit mute. Another huge reason on why I cook, why I'm good at it, and just how I even got involved with it is both my parents, but especially my dad. Both my parents can cook, but my dad not only can cook, but also just loves food. Like, he's very passionate about food um, and all different kinds of food, Asian food, American food, Italian food. Literally, like, we've, we, I think I've tried, like, every time. Obviously, there's some that I haven't, but... He's very innovative, too. Like, it's just whatever we have, he will, like, in his brain, be like, this will go together and this yeah. will work. Like, there's a lot of mixing and matching of ingredients where maybe you wouldn't usually use them with that type of food, but then you'd be like, oh, hey, I could make this, or... And then it turns out great, and it's like, wow. Like, really good, yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> I'm trying, I was trying to think where... What was the question again? It's something about, just, I know it's about, like, what you want. Yeah, like, what... You, cause your love of food and why do you love cooking so much because yeah so obviously my parents were the like a huge influence on me cooking because they would always cook for us and then they if we wanted to they let us help so that kind of started but then also it feel when you make like good food and obviously like you'll like it i, I, I hope like if you make it and it's somewhat good <laughs> you'll like it but when you make food and like other people are like oh that's really good and like you kind of like they keep eating it or like that like you see their face i don't know it's like it's, it's a, just yeah it's like a good feeling like For you, me you too. made that with your hands and then and like, like you put love into cooking and you put your like soul into it and it's just when someone enjoys that it's instant happiness yeah for both parties. Yeah, for sure. And there's one more thing I have to touch on. I keep thinking of things. Like, see, now I'm kind of getting more into it, but please go easy on me in the comments with how crazy I mean, this podcast just, is. You can just edit out. I can, but I'm going to leave most of it in. And also, I'm, I'm setting it up with the name. Like, you know what you're getting. This is not Joe Rogan. It's what? It's not regimented. It's all Are you a little far place. away from the mic? It's not scheduled. Just there's become. nothing planned out. We're kind of just talking about shit. Well, I did type things out, but I just... Uh, yeah, well, she barely brought up anything that she typed out. I went off on a tangent like I normally do. I don't know do. why we're whispering. I don't know. It's ASMR. Um, last thing I want to touch on before I think we have to go sure. home and let the dogs out. I know, I know. I could talk forever, and that's why I We really do have to get home, though, because yeah. the dogs have been... A, that's another thing, man. Fuck. Well, we should have brought them today. Yeah, we, we really should have. It would have been I great. Know, Mom would have... No, it's so much fun having them in the office. It's so interesting. I know, she would have, like, been... Remember when we started your YouTube channel? And, like, you were pretty into it for a few days. And, like, you ham up the camera. I know you can get in front of a camera and talk and entertain people. What made you really just, like, be like, I'm not going to go through with vlogging? Because he had a camera. He, we set up his channel. He has, like, two videos up there. Um, for me, the biggest thing was, like, I guess editing. I know you did it, but mm -hmm. obviously that if especially if it got 
even well, you could always hire an editor. Yeah, but that's another thing. Like, I'm not trying to pay someone to do something. So, like, I could take the time and learn to edit, and I'm I'm sure it's not crazy hard, but I just didn't really want to. And then, obviously, like, when Lane was editing, she has her own channel and has to edit her stuff. So even if mine got, like, this much bigger, it wouldn't have even been, like, possible. But also just... No, it would have, because I could have made like, I don't mind being in front of a camera, but I don't know. It's like... I think I feel like you put other things it around, first. Yeah, and like carrying it, and like even it's 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 as simple like maybe I didn't do it because even when we go out to eat and like my sister's huge on getting pictures of the food and videos. And for me, food is something you eat. It's not okay, like, but like your channel would not have to be that. See, the thing is, no, but I'm just saying I don't know. I I wouldn't like do it all the time, and then for me, I didn't, and then it kind of just like fizzled. Yeah. Also, and I can't compete with her stuff because then like if I'm taking viewers from her not at all it's not it competing no if stuff. anything no, no like, I'm kidding but if I'm, you I'm, and I'm Queen around had... in Lane's vlogs and if you guys saw me all the time when you saw me it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be as special but the thing is so... I think you would bring in a different demographic and bouncing off of like because Quinn had a vlogging camera too if you watch the 2017 Christmas video we all got vlogging cameras and I was, was so cool. excited I was like wait we could all do this and kind of like bounce off from each other and learn from each other and like do these different things. We did like noodle challenges. We did a bunch of stuff together. And Quinn and Shane are great on camera, but I, I know it's just not the same passion that you guys have for it, but still a part of me asks you all the time. I'm like, hey, do you want to film something? Like, do you ever want to do this? I'm a lovable guy, what can I say? On that note, I think that's a pretty good send off. My mind made it. Well, anyways, I love you guys. I think we should make a This is, um, the first of men. <laughs> Wait, do it again. No one cares. People who like watching ASMR are fucking weird. This is all over the place with Lane Fable and. You're Wait, far you away. should say this. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. You do all my intros and outros. Actually, Kevin is my intro right now in the vlog. <laughs> all over the place with Lane Fable. I don't know. That was pretty on brand. This episode was pretty on brand. Hopefully in the coming episodes, it'll be a little bit more focused and a little bit easier to follow. This is a test run. Yeah, but it's still going up because I like it because it's like the first and I finally got off my ass and started because that is the hardest part and this is going to hurt. <laughs> All right, I love you guys. I'll see you on next week's, <laughs> on next week's episode.